You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming up in an hour or so, about an hour 20, we're going to talk to Herm Edwards from ESPN. We'll get his thoughts all things free agency. What does he think the Falcons need to do? And should we be in, like I think we should be, in on Lamar Jackson? We'll talk to him and see what he has to say. Mike, um, as we talk about the NFL, we're going to get to our NFL Blitz coming up here. More on the Hawks. They play tonight, guys, against the Wizards. Our coverage begins at 6.30 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And um, Michael Irvin held a press conference today. Um, If you don't remember, okay, during the Super Bowl week, Michael Irvin was suspended by NFL Network and ESPN, okay, um, for allegedly something happening in in a hotel lobby there in Arizona. It was February 5th, and Michael Irvin saying that, you know, this entire incident, that nothing happened. So today, I think it's the day after, that Marriott was supposed to turn over the security or video recordings or any other materials associated with this encounter, Mike. So Michael Irvin's trying to get his life back, right? I mean, unfortunately, these things have, have derailed him right. a couple of different times. I don't know what happened in this situation. Are you still reluctant as I am to say, I don't know if anything happened? Everybody now, again, I talked to a couple of friends of ours who were at the Super Bowl, friends of ours in radio, yeah. and everybody said that Michael was being Michael, which is loud, boisterous, yeah. energetic. Right. And and everybody now again I can't speak to this but a friend of ours who works in a radio in San Diego said he thought the whole thing was BS. Okay. And that somebody you know I don't want to paint with a broad brush but you know sometimes people react differently to some people you know I mean you know it is what it is. Michael, hey girl, how you doing? You know I mean is that sexual harassment? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Mike wants the tape. Show me the tape. Show me what. Show me what I did. You know because he does have a track record. So that's the thing, and because he's got a great gig with the NFL Network, and he had to basically pull up stakes and leave right in the middle of the Super Bowl week because somebody made an erroneous uh, comment or felt somehow, some way that Michael did something untoward. Show it. Prove it. I want to see it. Yeah. You know, because, look, I know the guys, look, there's a lot of people out there aren't perfect. We'll talk about Calvin Ridley in a second. I'm a big fan of Michael Irvin. I know he's made mistakes in life, but I, I always love talking to the guy. Let's hear. This was today. Um, this is part of his press conference that happened in Dallas and Michael addressed the media. He called this. This is old school, Mike. He's like, mm-hmm. we're going to have a press conference, right. and we're going to talk about all this stuff. There are going to be repercussions. <laughs> this is what he said as for, in regards to how this has made him feel. This sickens me. This sickens me. Because in this great country, this takes me back to a time where a white man would accuse a black, a white woman would accuse a black man of something. And they would take a bunch of guys that were above the law, run in the barn, put a rope around his foot, and drag him through the mud and hang him by the tree. Not a thought about what would happen, not an investigation, not after repeated attempts of people trying to go and say, guys, here's what really happened. Here is what really happened. 
hear witnesses that'll say this, hear witnesses that'll say that, they say, we don't want to hear. We do not want to hear. How can you, how, how can I defend myself if I don't even know what I'm defending myself against? They asked me, they said, do you remember this girl you met in the lobby? I work and I live in hotels. I stay in hotels all year long from August to September. I meet people every day walking in and out of a lobby. I couldn't even tell you what she looked like. I don't know. I don't even know who I'm talking about. When I'm talking about, I'm supposed to do something. And I, I just this just blows my mind that in 2023, we still dragging and hanging brothers by a tree. That blows my mind. Now, again, for those who don't remember the story about Emmett Till, there's a movie that was made about it recently. Now, again, I know he's taking it to the extreme in the art to make the argument, but basically saying that if somebody felt like in the old days a kid would be murdered for whistling at a white woman in the, in the old uh, days of segregation in the South. So, I mean, I understand the reference point. That maybe goes a little too far, but I think like anything else, if you're accused of something which affects your place in the, uh, in the, in the workplace, Carl, I want to I know what the hell I'm being charged. And who's making these charges? Who's making these accusations? What exactly happened? You have every right to defend yourself. Um, I, I, I and I, I, I get it, Mike. I, I'm with you. I know that, you know, some people are going to hear that and they're going to go, "Really?" Um, but that is where he's at as far as his feelings, and and he's trying to, you know, tell everybody uh, how he's feeling about this. He had something else to say in regards to um, this, and he got emotional as this went on. This was today in Dallas. Michael Irving trying to defend himself again. Marriott's uh, supposed to. I don't know if they have given up all the video footage and um, anything in regards to this particular case, but Michael Irvin got emotional. Because I'm struggling. This is what I struggle with. You know, you try to, and you try to be an ambassador of the league and also understand that God has blessed me and, and given me a platform and try to touch people, try to raise people, try to lift people up. I, and, and I don't know, I met a lot of fans, but I've always tried to be good with people. You know, I'm struggling now saying, do I determine, do I not talk to people? What do I do, you know? Because of this kind of a situation, I know I didn't do anything wrong. I know I didn't do anything wrong, and I was trying to do everything right. So it's just, you know, though, though, though I say that, I gotta come back to this moment. Had I not said to these guys, you know what, you cool guys, let's go outside and take that picture you know, then they wouldn't have been right there with me. And that would have been a moment that I've had alone. And I know nobody's going to listen to what I say. Nobody, still, at least Mary, I don't want to hear what we have to say. Don't want to hear what I have to say. Don't, want to, don't even care to share. So, you know, I just got emotional thinking about it because I'm struggling with that on what to do moving forward after I deal with all of this. That, that's all I want to say. So his attorney got to see the video, apparently, the surveillance video from the okay. hotel, but they have not, they've been restricted the access. Uh, and without, they got to go back to court to let this, to somehow get this video out there. So you can see and you can draw your own conclusions. So he's saying, I don't even want to go out and take a picture with people now. Right. Because, and I don't blame him. I mean, honestly, like, it's gotten to a point where, you know, we, Mike and I talk about this. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 The Game. Um, what what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, uh, whether it's in the workplace or just, you know, in passing. You know, you try to be respectful to people, but, you know, Mike mentions, you know, you can't even say, hey, you look nice today because it can be taken the wrong way. Don't even go there. It can be taken the wrong way. And so Michael Irvin now is saying, listen, I don't know, moving forward, whether, you know, whatever happens here, you know, hey, Michael, we love you. Can you go outside and take him? Nope. 
not taking any pictures, not t- don't touch me, don't right. come around me. Like, it shouldn't be that way. No, I mean, it's funny because, we, you know, we share studios with V103, and there's a couple of uh, friends we have known now for going on eight years. And when you see, we hug. You know, it's a female worker, and, and again, but, and, but we've got, you know, we, we all have a cool communication, you're there. But on the flip side of that, if you are an employer in this day and age, look, guys, I'm not railing against Me Too and where we've gone because women had to put up a lot of crap they shouldn't have had for decades, you know, including pig-headed comments by guys like me. So in this case, though, the, a woman comes with a B, female employee. And again, sexual harassment can be male, female, homosexual, whatever it is. Right. The, the company has to take it seriously. Even if somebody in the office might think, oh, so-and-so is a bit of a drama you know, queen or whatever it is, you, you've got, they've got to do their HR thing. And now Marriott might find themselves in looking at paying Michael Irvin a couple of million dollars over this. We'll see where it goes. That was the first time we've heard from Michael Irvin since the Super Bowl situation. And I remember getting texts from people out there saying, you know, uh, Michael Irvin is not going to be on the air. And I was like, what's going on? What happened? And I thought, Mike, you know, with his past history – um, that it may have been something else, and, right. and it wasn't, you know. And so that's why we don't jump to conclusions. You just see where these things go and what's going to happen. But that's the first time we've heard from Michael Urban. It's Dukes and Bell. It's our NFL Blitz segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. Mike, we need a corner, but we don't need a hurt corner, right? Correct. Byron Jones gets released by the Dolphins. Guys, at one point, he, he was the highest-paid corner in the league. I mean, you go back a few years ago when he signed this deal, but his career, at least with the Dolphins, has been uneven. And now Byron Jones is a guy that says, hey, I got a lot of medical issues. I got some banged-up yeah. knees. I can't ankle, run. I can't, I can't run. I can't jump. Well, you, I don't think your agent wants you to say that, but it sounds like there'll be some litigation. We just read the Calvin Ridley open letter to the fans basically saying he was misdiagnosed with a broken foot here in Atlanta. In the 2020 season, maybe this guy got some uh, some bad help from the trainers in Miami. Yeah, we don't – listen, we want guys that can play, right? This, always is, say, this is a non-starter for me. That's right. Can he play? That's why I always ask the question, whether you like a guy or not, can he play? He can't play. Right now, that's where he's at. So, for Falcon fans, they're like, yeah, we should go pick him up. That's not a guy that, that I'm interested in. Bucks are releasing Donovan Smith, Mike, left mm-hmm. tackle. Okay, here we go. Here's mm-hmm. a tackle. Are you interested? Hold on. First, first things first. Let's ring it up. 29 years of age. Oh, he's from Hempstead. He's from a different high school. Went to a Penn State. Um, yeah, he's 29. He was part of a pretty decent offensive line. What, what derailed the Buccaneers is the center issues and the injuries there. I guess Chris and Squid will look up the PFF numbers. I know that doesn't tell the total package because you never know what the blocking assignment was. But see how he grades. But he's 29. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I mean, like, you start saying, okay, well, they're they're about to be in their own cap hell because of the Brady situation, right? Really. Right. I mean, the Bucks entered this offseason $55 million over the cap. $35 million of that is going towards Tom Brady's situation. So they're about to be in their own hell. But mm. they've got to now try to manage this. And you sometimes you got to release guys okay. that you may not want to. Thanks to the interweb, uh, Donovan Smith, right? That's what we're talking about? Correct. 6'6", 338. Monster. Played at Penn State. Yeah. Uh, 908 snaps. That's 44th in the league. Penalties, 12. Tied for 4th. Uh, sacks allowed six, tied for fifteenth. He can play, so that's that's not bad. I mean, I have to go run the metrics because Cal, you know, see, I, I know that with my own eyeballs, I saw Caleb McGarry get thrown around like he's on roller skates at times <laughs> against the elite edge rushers <laughs> in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, you know, so as we talk about where we're going to go, and we started today talking about Caleb and, and whether he'll be back as a Falcon. 
as a player, you have to understand when a team doesn't franchise tag you. Or like with Lamar, they're franchise tagging me, but, you know, really it's, it's, they're, they're protecting themselves. Right. I, it doesn't necessarily mean that they really want to pay me what, I, what, I, what I'm deserved. Caleb could say the same thing. You know, the Falcons don't franchise tag me. Doesn't mean that they don't necessarily want me to be here. They just want me at a lower price. Let me go see what's out here. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't find what he wants, Mike, there's still a chance he could be back. But I, I would also be just fine with moving on and, and maybe finding a replacement. This is a guy right here. Right. I don't know if he plays right tackle, but the point is these are the kind of guys, Mike, those second tier maybe mm-hmm. kind of players that you go, all right, we're not going to pay top dollar for but we'll go get a guy. And that's it. I mean, there are more than one way to do this. I think we always use the example of 2016. You had Jake Matthews and certainly you had Alex Mack, but it was Andy Levitri, Schrader. We had a lot of different – I mean, there was some guys that were considered average, you know, on that team, and we went all the way to the Super Bowl because they were able to stay healthy for the entire season. All right, guys, coming up, we're going to talk some Braves. Uh, They are a little bit concerned, and maybe you should be too. We don't know if we'll have our full pitching staff ready for the start of opening day. We'll tell you about that next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, Herm Edwards, 420. We'll talk to Coach here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're also going to get our man Connor K. Riley on from Dog Nation to talk about the latest with the dogs pro day is next week and uh, i'm curious uh, who he feels like has to ball out i mean again i think a lot of these guys are sitting pretty it's going to depend on need mike and where a lot of these teams are drafting um as to where these dogs end up but you predict mike bell predicts 10 dogs going in this draft it's a nice round number man i'm gonna go with 10 i mean i think there's 12 if i'm wrong eligible yeah. So I'll go with 10. How about that? If, if the, if the Pudwacker gets drafted, I think we'll get 10. Pudlesky. <laughs> Which, and yeah, that's probably real. So I'll go nine. Okay, I'll go under. I'll say nine. Nine. How crazy is your program when the kicker's getting drafted? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, seriously, it's like six offensive linemen, four D linemen, two linebackers, four DBs, and the kicker. I mean, it's crazy yeah, how good I, it I'm is. I'm not sure. I was at East West or as a senior ball. He missed some. He missed some kicks. So I'm not sure that how that affects him. But yeah, I just think everybody's. I'm curious to see a couple of guys hit us up uh, yesterday in the text line. We were having that big conversation about Lamar Jackson, and one guy said, "Would the Falcons at in the fourth round if something happened?" And again, other needs were already met. Would they draft Stetson Bennett? And I said, "Well, you know what? I don't know. I can't give you a definitive answer. I mean, Ritter." is certainly a guy that's a nice piece if you're going to go get some kind of mediocre middle of the road. And by mediocre, I mean like Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater to back up. I don't know. I wouldn't say no. You know, if 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 there's value in the pick and they liked him and they've scouted him, and according to Rich Eisen, took a hard look at every quarterback, I wouldn't rule it out either. Yeah, the Rich Eisen stuff. um, Them hating me, me hating them. (laughs) Come on, Stetson. Um, the Rich Eisen stuff we played yesterday, and, and Turtle, can you find that real quick uh, as we're talking about this? Because if you missed his comments about the Falcons looking at all these quarterbacks at the Combine, and the way he states what he says at the end, which was kind of where Mike and I have been, um, about being excited about the product, right? We haven't won enough. It's not like we're coming off of a 12-win season and we went deep in the playoffs. We've been in purgatory for, you know, five years. So... When Eisen was talking about us looking at all these quarterbacks, and you bring up the Stetson Bennett thing, here's what Coach told us, by the way, a couple of years ago when we asked him this. And he said, all these picks matter because I think, Mike, we asked him about Vrabel's kid. You remember they right. drafted him or, or gave him a shot? I think he was undrafted. And we were like, is this a favor? And he was like, no, 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 no. We, you don't do that in the NFL, right? The, the, it's too valuable when you start talking about either picking guys or giving guys an opportunity to play for you um, if they can't play. So let's – I think Stetson Bennett's going to get 
get picked up by somebody. If you if you just want him to come to the Falcons because he went to Georgia, that's the wrong reason. Here's what um, what what Rich Eisen said in regards to us looking at all these quarterbacks. You take a look the rest of that division. One team's drafting eighth overall in Atlanta, and one team's drafting ninth overall in Carolina. Atlanta's got Desmond Ritter, and I'll tell you what. When I say in Indianapolis, there was zero buzz about Desmond Ritter. <laughs> there was zero buzz about Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Overheard at home. To the point where, where, where Falcons are grinding tape on, on quarterbacks. So, as I said earlier, I can't look you in the face and take you seriously if you're like, well, we got Des. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. Not when you're making this comparison to a guy that, again, can now talk to other teams and at least see what's out there. And you're like, yeah, but, but, but we got this. I just I can't take you seriously. Yeah, I know that uh, you, you've every team and guys ask us all the time. Why would the Falcons? T-? I, I just think you, you don't get caught in the semantics and like the, I don't know, the minutia of it. Any team that's in the top 10 should talk to all the quarterbacks, whether yes. they're interested or not, because whether it's somebody coming from the bottom of the, of the first round or whoever, you never know who might have somebody high in their Somebody, maybe Will Levis is there at eight, and we have no interest in him. But somebody, you know, you've talked to him, they think you might. So then they make a deal, and then, so, you know, we pick up an extra second rounder, and we are able to get add, add more stuff to the team. So you create that illusion that you are still interested in a quarterback, whether they – and, again, I, I don't want to dog Desmond Ritter because he's a no. good kid. He's working no. his butt off, but that's, that's what Eisen was hearing out there. Yeah, I, and this is not, again, because <laughs> it'll turn into it because Mike, it always does with this show. It's not personal. I'm always looking to get the best players available. It's just what it is. So, I mean, again, if Ritter ends up being our guy and he turns into an amazing quarterback and five years from now you guys are like, see, Dukes, I told you, man, Ritter is all that. Prove it. That's all I'm saying. And for four games, I can't give you that. With what I've seen with a 48-15 and record or whatever the hell Lamar is, I know what he is. So that's my issue when people are like, yeah, and that's what I've heard over the last 24 hours. But we got Dez. There is no comparison. It's completely unfair. Like being gracious at a parade. He's not great at it. <laughs> I had a, you know, it's funny. I, I never know how people can find our emails because we don't really make them public. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a Mike.Bell, whatever I am on audit, whatever the hell it is. Somebody got an email. He was a Georgia fan. He was hopping mad. And, he, and he's actually a college junior okay. in Athens. And Friday's show, we were down on the south side. And that's when we heard the this, this soundbite from Stetson Bennett when he had, you know, I think it was seven weeks to come up with what you were going to say when you were asked about being fall down drunk in Dallas, trying to find your VRBO house <laughs> and you're hiding behind a brick wall. And, and I just, I still thought Stetson did not do a great job. I mean, I'm glad that he felt embarrassed. Well, yeah, I'd feel embarrassed for my family too, but I just thought Stetson, it was just a lot of uhs and it wasn't really prepared or dynamic. And I think you and I said it at the time. I said, look, here, if I'm a PR coach, here I go in 20 seconds. That's not going to define me. It was embarrassing for my family. It's a mistake. You know, I'm blowing off steam and things got out of hand, but that's not who I am. I'm a leader. I'm a born leader. I'm ready to lead in the NFL. Done. Done. Not that hard. But he just came off. I just thought it was unimpressive, to be honest with you. It was kind of almost like it was an afterthought, which also goes back into what did you, why didn't you have a better prepared answer for the question you knew was inevitable? Yeah. It's Dukes and Bell. Uh, let's talk Braves. we got Yeah Man, No Man coming up. We're spending a lot of time, guys, on what's going on around the NFL. we got Coach coming up at 420 because it's a big deal. Like, all this movement and stuff that's going to happen here over the next week when free agency starts next week, illegal tampering starts next week, it's going to be a big deal. Braves, uh, they're hoping, Mike, that Kyle Wright's going to be able 
to start the season. We mentioned this a little bit yesterday for those who missed it. But he's 27, had an incredible year, guys. 20-game winner, the uh, majors only 20-game winner, 21-5. and five. Uh, Is this a concern for you as we get ready to start the season, or are you okay with if Kyle Wright's not able to get things going immediately? Well, I mean, this was the one thing. Again, I don't want to be a Pollyanna. Don't, and don't be a Pollyanna. Don't but be it a just, Pollyanna. I've always felt, what has happened to the Braves two of the last three years? You ran out of pitching. Yes. You know, and, and in years past, you had to go get guys like Dallas Keuchel, who didn't do a whole hell of a lot for you. I just think this— You're saying Double A is going to go make another move? I think I would still get another—look, there, their team is on the field right now. Something would happen between now and the trade deadline. But I thought $20 million for Charlie Morton was nuts. But everybody's convinced, from Mark Bowman to Grant McCauley, everybody thinks this guy is going to be ready. Dave O'Brien, that he's going to be okay. And what's okay for him? Five and a third? More than four and a third? I just think right. it's important that right at some point is dialed in. Because winning 20 games, despite the, the metrics, is nothing to sneeze at. And I'm still worried about what's going to happen with Ian Anderson. Is he going to get his head on straight? Is Soroka ever going to get back on the field? To me, I needed one more starting pitcher. Yeah, it would be technically six guys, but we've always needed them, especially September, October. Yeah. So the latest with this is, you know, Mike Soroka slowed by the hamstring injury um, from his second Achilles tendon injury, right? You've got Anderson... Uh, Coley, Al, Al, uh, El, uh, you got Elder, you've got Kobe Allard. Uh, they're all competing for the number five spot in this rotation. And then, you know, we're still talking about Kyle Wright and whether he's going to be ready. Now, you don't need him opening day because he's not your opening day starter. But the fact is that week, that first week or two, uh, I, I'm kind of with Mike. Now, I do need him more at the end of the season. But part of Wright's success last year was he got rolling, Mike, and then became one of our best pitchers. 3.19 ERA, you know, to lead the majors in wins, that, that is pretty impressive. So I'm just hoping he can build on it more than anything. I, I have, you know, no expectations he's going to turn right back around and be a 20-game winner again. That rarely happens. But if you're telling me Kyle Wright is a 16-game winner next season and has a great ERA and his stuff is working, I'd be, I'd be very happy with that. So I know certainly this team is going to be baby will smack that ball around now with not having to deal with the shift. We talked about it yesterday. The idea that uh, you know Matt Olson might now have a tremendous maybe maybe he jumps up ten to fifteen points average wise. You know, and yep. uh, and Vaughn Grissom is still like, we're big fans of the guy, but you still got to come up with those RBIs and that production for Dansby. I'm still worried about that. It's fair. Dansby was a hundred RBI guy, man. I mean, whether you like it or not, ninety five to hundred RBI. Who's producing that? Who's producing? That's just it. I mean, and look, Ozuna, the best thing that could happen is, is Ozuna, and, and this is terrible. That's why I hate the guaranteed contract in baseball. He basically admitted he'd been, he'd been goofing off since he got the $90 million deal, not to mention the off-the-field stuff. But I'm now, Ozuna with but, the Braves. But now he's going to put some work into it. Okay. I mean, the yeah. guy at one point was actually a gold glove outfielder. You can look it up back in his early days in Miami. But anything you get from Ozuna is going to be, let's be honest, is gravy. And they're going to do kind of a platoon out there and left. The catcher situation is great. I'm happy with uh, Little D hitting DH almost every other night. So that's that's a situation where I think the catcher is going to be better defensively. We're going to be able to steal bases, but teams might not be able to steal bases against us. So that's something to be excited about. Coming up, we're going to talk with Connor <laughs> Riley from Dog That's right, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Connor uh, Connor's going to join us from Dog Nation coming up at 4, 420, Herm Edwards. And if you're just joining us, uh, by the way, just for being cool, man, just for listening to the coolest show on the air, we're going to give you some Snoop Dogg tickets. They are on the way as well. Um, uh, between now and 630, because we're done at 630, Hawks play tonight against the Wizards. So we're done a little bit early, but we're going to give a pair of tickets away today. 
Um, and by the way, it's Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, mm-hmm. Warren G. It's the high school reunion tour, and it's going to be at Lakewood Amphitheater. So if you want those tickets, stay tuned here to Dukes and Bell. All right, coming up, we got Yeah Man, No Man on the way. We'll find out what the latest is with Bo. And also, Mike, we got to talk about the SEC to discuss an eight or nine game conference schedule. Come on, take it right to 10. Don't even muck it around. Jump in the deep end. Brian Kelly's in on nine. We Mm. think Nick Saban's in on nine. All right. We're going to ask Connor Riley more about this, but that is a conversation the SEC's got to have. Oklahoma and Texas are coming, guys, and they're coming Mm. sooner than we thought. When we come back, Bo is next. I'm here with my family. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it is dukes and bell coming up herm edwards is going to join us 420 we're going to talk to connor riley what is the sec going to do when it comes to the amount of games once texas and oklahoma joins the conference and it's going to happen in 2024 not 2025 right it's something coaches have been talking about we'll chop that up and also talk about the pro day with connor riley guys if you're just joining us coming up at five mike and i will go in depth into this calvin ridley uh expose this apology that he wrote for the players tribune um, I do think it's great um, simply because I feel like you needed to do this not only for himself, but for the fans of Atlanta. Um, most of us feel like he let us down and, and you wonder what, what the hell was going on with Calvin Ridley. We're going to dive into that coming up at five o'clock as part of our Falcon report right now. Let's get to yeah, man, no man. 
It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida. Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo, what's happening today, my man? How are you? Man, I'm good. Um, the pollen count, Chris, get ready, is a lot lower today, which yes. is you can tell. Like I feel, Mike, Mike can Mike can tell you, mm. I'm I'm ready to go. Yesterday, I was dragging. Yeah. Also, be a good name for a rap star. Yesterday, you were like little little snotty. <laughs> <laughs> little snotty. I'm surprised it's not been done yet. There's little Uzi, little Nas, <laughs> little Nas X. Wouldn't that be funny? Like live. <laughs> State Farm, <laughs> Naz, and Lil Snotty. Just throwing it out there. Anyway, back to you, Bo. Featuring Lil Uzi. Easy. No, Too that's soon. the real name, Lil Uzi. Okay. Chris, back me up. Uh, you're half right. It's Lil Uzi Vert, Bo. So if you're going to beckon his name, at least get it right. Yeah, right. but they call it short, but Lil Uzi Vert is just, you go short Lil Uzi. So right. See? The, the Lil is the short right. version. No, no, it's Lil Uzi. By don't, the way, don't Carl, me on my uh, rappers. Uh, G Money, my buddy who works at V103, we ran up the flagpole, the idea of doing a John Morant a fake commercial for uh, Beretta, and yeah. it was uh, it was shot down. Pardon the pun. <laughs> and, now ba- and now back to Squid Billy. You know what? I actually, Gordon texted me with that, and I told him no to begin with. So the mm-hmm. fact, I'm going to have a conversation with him, the fact that he went over my or around me to still try to make that this happen. This was a conversation on the Escalator. Now, Grant, for the, the old station I used to work at, Grant did a lot of the voices for me on the on the bits we used to do. Bits, Carl, you can't do today, needless to say. But it was kind of it would have been a real laugh riot for some of the audience. But never mind. Back to you now. We really get into yeah, man. Over. Yeah, that's not happening. All right. Um. So the Clippers are they've got a new arena that's uh, that they're they're working on, and Steve Ballmer. Is their owner, and they were at a um, an event yesterday. Kind of talk. Chris would call it a groundbreaking ceremony, but that's not what the story <laughs> said. So uh, it was a construction milestone ceremony. Tough guy. Anyways, this guy fills in one time for John Chuckery and thinks he's a he's a top guy over here. All right. Anyways, and he was very very excited about one part of this building. Toilets! 1160 toilets and urinals. Three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals. We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. Wow. <laughs> toilets? I, love, I I retweeted this yesterday. Balmer, for those who know, he was he Microsoft. I always forget where he came up. Microsoft side. So he was one of those guys. They always have those videos that go viral, Carl, when they would launch a product back in the 90s, and there's like five white guys on stage all dancing with no oh, rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but Balmer's the guy that came in and saved the day and probably overpaid for the Clippers so they could get Sterling the hell out of there. And, yeah, they haven't won it all yet, but he's a fan's fan. And the idea that, yes, more bathrooms so you're not jammed up waiting. They'll have more bathrooms than any other arena in the NBA. They're moving out of Staples, creating their own facility. Not Boy, just no. not just more, <laughs> Carl. Three times the NBA average. Toilets! Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? There is something to be said about going and not having to wait. No, there is. I just think three times the NBA average. It, who, where? 
Who knows? Spoilers. Who knows this? How do you know that? How is that a stat? Well, listen, Three these, times. These architectural firms who build these arenas, right? They're like, "What's in the newest arena?" And they go, "Well, they've got six hundred and fifty toilets. I want a thousand. That's how this works." Yeah, I, I love it. I love. Let me tell you something. The enthusiasm that he has for going to the bathroom and getting in and out of quickly. No, but I got to be honest. I've been, I mean, anytime you're at an arena, and again, State Farm is really good, and I'm blessed where I sit. You get in and out real quick because my seats are right in front of like where the, well, they were right in front of where the swag shop is. I'm out, Trey. But anyway, the, it's always easy. I don't play for you. I don't play. I don't buy tickets for you either anymore. But it's where really? I sit for the Falcons. It's great to have that access for the bathroom where it's like you can be during a TV timeout, which is what generally three and a half minutes, Bo. You can get down there, get in the men's room, go get a brew, get back in the seat. Remember when they built Mercedes Benz uh, and everybody, you know, we had all these folks on that were part of the process of building the, uh, the new stadium. And I don't know if you guys remember this. And part of the big discussion was that you were going to be able to go and, and watch the game while you were going to the restroom. Mm-hmm. And that they were going to have TVs. There were going to be enough TVs right. in the restroom. And it was such a big deal because True. we didn't have that at the Georgia Dome. And so now it was like, don't worry. You won't miss a minute of the game. As you go to the restroom, you'll be able to watch. And now I think about it, and it's just second nature. You go to the restroom and the game's on. You don't even think about it. But you also get the radio call for, True. Uh, True. For, from this United, Mike Conti, and uh, Jason Longshore. For his Falcons, we have Arch and Wes. Um, so, and, and, and in State Farm Arena, you get Steve Holman. Right. So, so it, it, it's. I love hearing my radio voice while I'm, you know, at a, you know, at the urinal with all the toilets. Toilets. Just wish they had three times the uh, average of others. I don't know. I think I think uh, MBS has a ton of toilets. I, uh, toilets. No, I've never. <laughs> no, again, but you've got to time it out. You see, this is where the rookie fan, when you don't know that there's the two minute warning and you don't know what's going down with this. If you, again, real quick, our old producer Arthur Trish. If you ever want to know when it's time to head to the men's room, he is the guy with the giant day glow oven mitts. And when you see him and the guy with the red hat on the field, that means Carl, a TV timeout is coming. Yes. So he's usually on the visitor side, somewhere on the twenty. But it's a 30-yard line, so you can, whenever you see those guys on the field, now you know you've got a window to go use the men's room or grab a cold one. Yeah, but you can't leave until the referee punches out, or they might not grant that timeout, Michael. <laughs> Trust me, as the, as the executive producer of Falcons Radio, I will tell you it's not always granted. But I do like the fact in the college game, by the way, we're just talking about how, for those who don't know, when you see the uh, digital scoreboard that they've got, kind of like the uh, – Kind of like the, uh, what they use in soccer for substitutions. They put that on the field with the ref, Carl, so you know exactly how much time you got during the timeout. Yeah. I wish NFL would do that. Right. Um, I think, actually, uh, I was at a, we were at one stadium that did it. I can't – I want to say it might have been Baltimore that did that, but all stadiums should adopt it. The college game, to Mike's point, is brilliant with that. Toilets! All right, guys. Again, Steve Ballmer, he wants you to be able to not make number one and two and miss the action. Yeah, and by the way, again, I uh, commend Steve Ballmer for putting three times the NBA average. We're going to have to talk to Steve Coonan and see where they rank yeah. with the toilets in the NBA average because I'm very interested now in the uh, State Farm Arena because we all know it was freshly renovated. So they, I'm a big they, fan of a happy end. Thank ah, you, Steve. We all are. If you have enough toilets, I guess you can make that happen. All right, guys, as always, Yeah Man, No Man is brought to you by the W Sauce, uh, America's Worcestershire sauce. It's bigger, better, bolder. So get over to WSauce.com, find a retailer near you. And don't forget about my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company. Go online at thegeorgiahempcompany.com. Use the code SQUIDBILLY10 for 10% off your order mm. today. And I think both of those, I think they all have plenty of toilets. Turtle, 
Hit Mr. Squid's music. Toilets! Now, <laughs> not enough toilets at Bobby Don, I could argue, Carl, when we had the United games out right. there back in the day. You're right. No, You would miss a lot of the action. Yeah, because, and again, the, the it's so crowded. Everybody's, you know, you're, you're, you're elbow to elbow. You're trying to get in. Right. You're trying to get out. There's no TVs in there. I want luxury. And in a tech game now, it's tough, Carl. Everybody with their walkers, it really does clog up the line getting in the men's room. That's not right. What? Hey, coming up, we're going to talk to Connor Riley, the latest on the dogs as they get ready for their pro day. And what is the amount of games we're going to see the SEC move to? We'll talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.